Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swain. Good morning. Good uh, afternoon, Father. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday. Today's the Memorial of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Father reflects on today's first reading from the book of Exodus. Moses turned and came down the mountain with the two tablets of the commandments in his hands. Tablets that were written on both sides, front and back. Tablets that were made by God having inscriptions on them that were engraved by God himself. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, that sounds like a battle in the camp. But Moses answered, it does not sound like cries of victory, nor does it sound like cries of defeat. The sounds that I hear are cries of revelry. As he drew near the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. With that, Moses' wrath flared up so that he threw the tablets down and broke them on the base of the mountain. Taking the calf they had made, he fused it in the fire. And then, and then ground it down to powder, which he scattered on the water and made the children of Israel drink. Moses said to Aaron, "What does this people ever do to? What did this people ever do to you that you should lead them into so grave a sin?" Aaron replied, "Let not my lord be angry. You know well enough how prone the people are to evil. They said to me, 'Make us a god to be our leader. As for the man Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt.'" We do not know what has happened to him. So I told them, let anyone who has gold jewelry take it off. They gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and this calf came out of it. On the next day, Moses said to the people, you have committed a grave sin. I will go up to the Lord. Then perhaps I may be able to make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, ah, this people has indeed committed a grave sin in making a a god of gold for themselves. If you would only forgive their sin, if you will not, then strike me out of the book that you have written. The Lord answered, him only who has sinned against me will I strike out of my book. Now go and lead the people to the place I have told you. My angel will go before you. When it is time for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. Father. Okay, folks. Well, you know, today we have the Feast of St. Ignatius Loyola, who was the founder of the Jesuits. And uh, we also have this powerful reading uh, with this journey through the desert. And, um, you know, there, there's there, there's something bad that always happens when we take our, our eyes off of Christ. In reading this book, um, When Life Doesn't Go Your Way, and written by, and it's really good, and there's a chapter on the Eucharistic pattern. It says, in order to embrace life when it's not going the way we want, we need not only a heart of hope and patience that believes God is working all the time, but the rock-solid conviction that God is with us all the time. And uh, St. Ignatius, he wasn't really present to God for the first, you know, part of his life. And then he had this huge conversion after he was injured by a cannonball. He was a soldier. And uh, his early life, up to his 26th year, was enthralled by vanities of the world, trying to make a name for himself, trying to have a military career. And uh, and then God kind of flipped his his life upside down. And the Israelites had their, their life uh flipped upside down, and no sooner they're out in the desert, you know, uh, Moses goes up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, and they're downstairs having a, you know, a freaking, uh, you know, toga party. Uh, He comes down, and he just sees, you know, he hears the music. He sees people climbing out the windows. He, you know, you know, just everyone's drunk. It's just just a disaster. It's almost like, you know, when a father, you know, goes away with his wife on vacation, leaves the teenage kids at home or the college kids, and they come back early, day early and like, wait, I hear revelry, you know, and, um, 
he um he gives them a very stern punishment. He 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 uh, melts the golden calf and makes them drink it. And it's like, oh my gosh, can you imagine? You know. Um, but uh, what happened? They they took they took their their uh, their eyes off Christ, and uh, you know, Aaron he says something that's really interesting here. You know, he says when Moses asked him, what did this people ever do to you when you should lead him that you should lead them into grave sin? And Aaron replied, let not my Lord be angry. You know, well, how prone people are to evil. Well, Aaron kind of, you know, buckled because he was nervous about the people had these desires and he wanted to placate them. And he probably felt terrible. And, um, you know, a great definition of sin, you know, you know, Moses is bringing the Ten Commandments down the mountain, which he chucked and broke, which he probably felt terrible about. And uh, is that, you know, when we turn, we love something more than God, or we make a person or treat a person like a thing. And I think both of those things were happening, right? They were uh, adoring a golden calf, and they were probably treating each other like things during this major uh, party they were having. So, What's the solution? Well, they, they took their eyes off of Christ. And St. Ignatius, he he teaches us a, a great prayer called the Examine Prayer. And I want to go through this. It's a, a great way of praying, and you can maybe try this tonight before you go to bed. It's basically five points and um, that the Jesuits always teach. And it's a very effective way of praying if you do it well. Uh, and what it forces you to do is kind of like ask yourself very important questions about your relationship with God for that particular day. So point number one is to pray for light. Begin by asking God for the grace to pray, to see and to understand. You know, the key of, you know, prayer is to see, you know, God, what are you doing in my life? And what's happening? Like, why, where are you? What's, what are you trying to teach me? You know, trying to, you know, that gift of wisdom that Solomon spoke about yesterday, he asked for in the, in the first, in the, in the first reading. So that's the first thing, asking the Holy Spirit to give you the gift of understanding. Lord, what are you doing in my life? Show me how you're present. Number two is give thanks. He says, look at your day in a spirit of gratitude. Everything is a gift from God. Uh, St. Ignatius was huge on um, on gratitude, and um, he really did. Uh, he considered gratitude uh, so important that the absence of it was the only real sin. I mean, obviously, he didn't believe that's only a great sin, but he said it leads to most sins. You know, he said it's one of the greatest things that can destroy our, our spiritual life. But to look through our day and, you know, what things went well, you know, and I think, too, like going back to that line, you know, how our people are so prone to evil that Aaron says to Moses, we, we can tend to be super negative when we're, you know, how did the day go? Well, it stunk. Well, OK, let's review that again. Let's say, I mean. Was there any moments where you saw God's presence that like, you know, okay, that was kind of cool, you know? Um, number three, review the day. Guided by the Holy Spirit, look on your day and pay attention to your experience. Look for God in it. So where did you experience God in that day? We were like, you know what, which we don't believe in coincidence, but where did I see God today in my life? working in some way maybe it's a small way maybe it's like a little consolation maybe it's a little step in the right direction someone said something to us that would just seem too too weird that, that that it was said at that moment you know number four look at what's wrong face up to failure and shortcomings ask forgiveness 
for your faults. Ask God to show you ways to improve. And this is always an important part of growing in holiness is, all right, Lord, would I break the Ten Commandments? Uh, what did I do? What did I fail to do? You know, what's the evil I did or thought or, you know, uh, or what's the good I failed to do? Uh, and then number five is to, re the, there should be a resolution for the day to come. Where do you need God? Where do you need God today? And what can you, what can you do uh, today or tomorrow for that matter? If you're thinking about the next day better, like, all right, so where can I get just a little bit better this day than I was yesterday so I can go closer to Christ. So as we're journeying through the desert with these Israelites, you know, let's let's keep our our minds on the prize and not on idolatry, right? And to uh, maybe just turn to St. Ignatius Loyola, you know, as a as a man who, you know, could help us pray. Uh Little did he know they have such an impact on Western, on Western civilization that so many missionaries would be sent all around the world and convert people because they taught them to take their eyes off idols and to look at the true God, Jesus Christ. God bless.